0: Welcome, Owen. <laughs> Welcome back to Going Long on First. Feels good to say that. The first feel is good to hear it too. Going long on the first episode in three weeks. It's been too long. There was we knew there was gonna be a mini hiatus because I went uh I went AWOL for a week and a half. How dare you do anything like that, Seth? I know. <laughs> um, And then just uh, came back to reality and had to take another week, pretty much. So, yeah, it's been a couple weeks. Yeah. People are wondering if we're still alive, and here we are. There's two of us, for sure. There's alive two of us. And breathing. Hopefully. We can confirm. Yes uh hopefully the third member of the band the party will join us i'm sure everybody knows who that is by now seth likes going on a strict time schedule and when someone doesn't show up they're gonna have to you know awkwardly enter mid-conversation you know what i'll wait for no man (laughs) unless i have to unless i have to but prefer not to Prefer not to. Anyways, after this long time, we're ready to do another mock. Last time we did this, we had our first official mock. Now we are just a couple weeks away from the draft. Two weeks from today, to be exact, Owen.
1: Two Two weeks.
0: That's it. It's time for another one. A couple, uh, a couple updates in the world of the NFL. We'll we'll kind of touch on, but uh, otherwise we'll jump right in. We'll do that while we wait for the Podfather, of course. We'll 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 touch on those while we wait for him to start this mock, and then uh, we'll jump right in. But I how was? How's life treating you over the last couple of weeks? Owen, the weather has been beautiful here. Let's, let's get caught up quick. Weather has been beautiful the last couple of days. Uh, I've been begging uh places to allow me to golf. However, that everything's pretty much full uh for the week. Uh, luckily I sniped a tea time for tomorrow. I'm excited. Uh, it is time, I'm ready to go. And we're gonna have to hit a couple next week as well in preparation for uh so basically a lot of you know you know when things get crazy at work but then you realize like it, it's always gonna be crazy you know there's no real excuse not to take a week-long vacation Correct. especially when you're when you're motivated by um a certain podcast host podcast co-host podcast co-captain going on his island hopping vacation yep. Uh, I did it, and I did it without really like, you know. I I realized probably a week after I booked it that it was like, oh yeah, that's the week of the draft. So that's like blackout. That's the blackout days. Oh, and you can't take those days off. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think there was anyone anything that was going to stop me from (laughs) clicking book once I realized it was doable. And uh, yeah, so I am pumped. Counting down the days. Uh, I, you know, we'll, we'll get more into that later pod or post pod, but just know, uh, I do plan on making an appearance on that, on that first round live reacts, uh, podcast. Speaking of appearances, let's welcome the pod father in himself. I mean, the timing is impeccable. Timing is impeccable. Can't Wait. To see Jeremy once again. <laughs> he's, the people are ready to hear Jeremy's voice. As we all are, of course. He just wanted to jump in, and he kind of signaled that he's taking care of a baby thing. But he's yeah, here. As, as per usual. Per usual. Uh, <laughs> Owen, good for you, though. Good for you, Owen. About time to get away. It is time. It is time. But however, there's nothing gonna, that's going to stop us from mocking. And we're going to mock Never. our balls off for the next two weeks. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing stops the mock. Nope. No, No, doesn't. Good call. Good call. we got a big one. I w- I'm curious to know if uh, for you, and not that we, you, you know, I don't even remember many of the specific things. I remember base- the basic uh, rundown of what we did. Do you feel in your mind that, Things have changed for you in your mock behavior over the last three weeks because that's a long time to go without a mock. Uh, it yes and no. I uh, top 10, top 15 is at least top 10 for the most part is pretty solidified because you know, uh, everything out there is there's maybe 15 players who deserve to be in the first round. Right. Then after that, it's a it's a crapshoot. Yeah. So I feel like, for the most part, the top ten, I think is pretty solidified. It it's when you're getting to that second half, is when things can get interesting. I'm really curious. Is where the quarterbacks will land. It's kind of what I'm wondering will happen tonight, and and really in general, like. We know there's probably going to be five quarterbacks off the board in the first round, probably three in the first five picks. And where do those other two land? Because the steam on Will Levis has kind of fallen off a little bit. Definitely. Uh, Where he was potentially a a top five pick and now he's somewhere in the first round. We all know he'll be in the first round, but it's just where is the big one there. Yep. So I guess yes and no for me. I get you. I and mean, I kind of feel the same way. Where it's just like, you know, three weeks. I thought I thought more had changed in my mind, and I sit here and I, you know, do my little write up, and I'm still. I I want to make some. I want to make some reaches, but like educated reaches. But I'm still kind of leaning towards my old, you know, old reliables. You know what? You got to trust your gut, Owen. You got to trust the gut. I don't know if that helps. I don't know which way that points me to, to be honest. I don't know if that means if I'm, I don't know if I'm reaching just to reach or if I'm reaching because I, things have changed. I am feeling a different way. Just don't know yet. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, as we wait for Jeremy's grand arrival here. Um. Let, let let's hit on a few things. So a couple a couple newsworthy uh, newsworthy happenings over the last couple of weeks. Not uh, a lot, a couple. Not a lot, but a few. There's been a few. Um, one that everybody's been keeping an eye on, really since off season started. Obviously, Rogers. There's no update there, so we're not even going to touch it. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of hubbub, but no actual updates. Correct. Yep. Uh, uh, Real updates, though. Uh, Odell found his team for 2023. And potentially solidified the quarterback spot there. That's what I want to throw at you guys, of course, which everybody has been this week. Last weekend over Easter weekend, I believe it was this past weekend. Yes. Odell signed with the Baltimore Ravens on a one-year... One year, fifteen, with some uh, incentives. I think it was one year, fifteen, guaranteed, something like that. Yeah, it was. yeah. A couple little caveats, but uh, for the most part, yeah, he uh, he found his home, and I imagine there was some sort of back and forth. I know a lot of talk was that the Jets were heavy on him, and for you know, rightfully so. Whether they were able to pony up on a fifteen mil guaranteed, uh, probably not. Probably why. He's now a Raven, and uh, and I imagine this doesn't happen without pretty, you know, pretty confidence that Lamar will be back, right? So you think that's locked in now? In my head, it's like it's pretty early to be making that move if you're Odell, um, without knowing if your quarterback is going to be who thought who you thought it was. So, it's got to be in my mind. It feels like there's a long way to go. He should just have an agent. I've been saying this for a while. Um, this probably would have been done a long time ago. Uh, however, maybe ground's breaking. Odell's a big piece of that, right? We got you your best receiver you've had since you've been here. So, let's go. Yeah, best receiver. Uh, But he is 30, going to be 31. Heading into this season, coming off an ACL injury, so I, I would uh, I would pump the brakes a little bit. Okay,
1: All right.
0: And Lamar, or are you taking, seeing excitement for Odell? Uh, excitement. I, I I think look. I I do. I think this locks Lamar into into Baltimore. Uh, I, you know, they asked Odell if he was signing. Baltimore knowing Lamar was coming back. And he's like, well, no, but I do believe he will be. I don't think Odell signs with the Baltimore Ravens thinking that Snoop Huntley is going to be the quarterback. No. no. He's well, signing. I mean, that's a
2: Pro Bowl quarterback you're talking about. Seth. That's
0: true. Pro Bowl. I, I can't take that back. You're right. You're right. Uh, I don't think he signed him with the Ravens. Not knowing who the quarterback is going to be. So it's kind of like this Jets-Packers-Rodgers deal. Like, we know what's going to happen, just when. I kind of feel that way now with Baltimore and Lamar. We know what's going to happen. It's just, when is that going to happen now? When is ink going to be coming to paper kind of deal? Yes, absolutely. But Odell is probably still the best receiver Lamar has played with, Uh, even at his age, even with the injuries. Uh, so, some excitement there. They can add some pieces in the draft. Makes that offense look even better. You got to be excited to be a Ravens fan at this point with Odell coming in. Why not? Why not? And Why not? They've had a miserable, you know, Green Bay-esque offseason. Those fans have, right? That's I true. Can, I can empathize. So, just a little shred of excitement. And maybe even a chance to go back, put things back the way they were. Where have now in our position, things have since depleted, and we are just fully moving on. We are <laughs> Ravens. Ravens are apple. we ever? Oh yes. yeah. But it's not a. It's not a re. What are they? What? Are... It's not a term? rebuild. It's a retool. That's it. It's a retool. No. It's a reload. Reload. Yeah, reload that reload the shotgun. All right. It sounded a little suicidal. Maybe take it back a little bit. (laughs) No, we're not at that point. Come on. Oh, okay. All right. right. I'm I am I have settled my skeletons in the closet with Aaron Rodgers. That's done. (laughs) I buried that. Right. It's been buried, it's gone. Okay. So we're all good there. All good there. Fair enough. We'll come back to, to Jeremy on this one, see what else he's got to say. The only other big thing, I mean, there. Hit me, know, Seth. Hit me. I'm ready.
2: Hit me. You're ready? Oh, see, okay. Well, you're sitting there Seth. and you're watching us. I just, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to go on this long, disastrous thing about Rogers, but apparently not. You no.
1: We're looking to avoid have... that.
0: We are
2: tonight. Uh
0: Odell to the Ravens. Does that mean anything?
2: I don't think it's a lock he's back for Lamar, but I think it's a good sign. Um, I truly think Lamar is kind of uh, a little hot and cold. Because uh, here's the deal. The best scenario he's got, whether, whether he's there, Odell's there or not, the best thing for Lamar is Baltimore. Now the best thing for Baltimore is Lamar because of how they set it up for Lamar. But do I think Odell changes things? It helps you lean in the right direction. Do I think he's the best receiver he's played with? No, because Mark Andrews is one of the best tight ends to play in the game right now. No, but he opens he's up a the receiver. Fine,
0: receiver. Jeremy. Fine.
2: He's a better he's a better receiving threat than Odell at this point. But You're probably yeah. not wrong there. Yeah, I would agree. What blows me? What blows my mind? Is what Odell's being made into by the media right now, as if he's still that dude that makes that one-fingered catch, basically, in New York. He's not that guy anymore. He hasn't been that guy in three years. The last time so, we seen him, he was literally going to win the Super Bowl MVP. One and game. And he got hurt. Oh, he was great for the Rams. Are you kidding me? The whole one time game. he was with them. The whole Five time. He was great. He was great for the Calm Rams. down, pal. Calm down. Calm down. He's not even a top-ten receiver in the league right now. I mean, but, um, maybe not. Could be, though. Top-15, but not top-ten. Um, maybe top fifteen. He he helps that uh, he helps that offense for sure, but um. Oh, and you're not wrong. I think we've all kind of said it. Lamar should get an agent, not just have his mom do his bidding for him. Um, it's pretty rare where you see a guy roll around without an agent. Who's, maybe maybe around? he
0: should get Donovan's mom to do it. Who's wait? Who's the who's the tackle
2: that does his own contracts? Tunsil. Tunsil. Is it Tunsil? Oh, Tunsil does it too. That's right. Yeah. He does it. He, he no. does it with like a third party guy, though. That isn't. A, he can't be an agent. A, lo- a lawyer. He does it with a lawyer that's got his own um, agency or something like that. Dude's name now, is.
0: He, we know his name. We don't so, see his face. He could be made up. He could be just someone. I mean, we don't like,
2: talk. He. We don't talk about him. Time. We don't talk. Now about here's the deal. This Saint is Army. the difference between. This is the difference between Tunsil and and Lamar. Tunsil's sure as shit one of the top best. The top five if not three, best tackles in the game right now. You know what I mean? Like, sure as shit, no question about it. Lamar's not a top-five quarterback right now. Is he a fringe top-five quarterback? Probably because of his age and everything. But the other thing is you don't really fuck up with left tackles. You can either block guys or you can't. The thing about quarterbacks, especially when you move around a lot, you get hurt. And you miss a lot of the year last year, so that puts a little bit of a stigma on it. But um, do I think it helps it a little bit. But ultimately it's gonna come down to Lamar. So um did you guys touch on the commanders being sold? Uh, that was our next spot. So we're we're take, heading right there. Take Perfect. Me, Hey, take me to it because things just got interesting in Philly, boys.
0: Uh yeah, maybe a little collusion going on here in the NFL. I don't know. Uh yes, so nothing's nothing set in stone yet. Nothing's been signed, nothing's been approved where we jumped the gun here. Uh, but Dan Snyder did agree to sell the team to Josh Harris. Is that correct? Josh Harris and a group and his group. Yes. Uh, including, I think it was Magic Johnson was on that group and then somebody yep. else. I can't remember who, but Josh Harris is the co-owner of the 76ers yes. and the NHL New Jersey Devils so he's been in the area Uh, for $6 billion is the agreement now it has to go to the league office and I think a few other things for it to be approved but it sounds like this is who will now own the Washington Commanders owned by a Philadelphia man I think an investigation needs to be done wow You can't tell me. Josh Harris doesn't know the owner of the Eagles. Forgot his name, Jeff Lurie or whatever his name is. Can't (laughs) tell me that. Disrespectful. Washington comes out next year, 0-17. Full investigation into
2: into that ownership deal. I see no issues with you. With what you just said, I see no issues. You know what? The next year, let him buy the Giants. And the year after that, let him buy the Cowboys. And the year after that, move on to the, I don't know, NFC South. I don't care. Just buy the whole NFL so the Eagles can run it? Is that what you're saying? Everything besides for Lurie's Eagles and run them all into the ground, and we're just going to control the game and we're good. So here's what I'll say. I'll talk about Harris and the type of owner um, – He's better. The Devils... Yeah, you you being a Sixers
0: over- fan, have an idea. I've never heard of him before.
2: Um, I can tell you a lot as a Sixers fan. Now, when it comes to the Devils, I can only tell you what I have. Heard, red, blah, 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 Philly stuff. Um, he's made some more recently, like recent good moves as the owner of the Devils. Um, the thing about the Sixers, though is this man folded like a lawn chair during the Hinckley era, if you guys remember that at all, um, because of pressure put on him by the league. Hinckley, Sam Hinky was doing things that were ahead of his time. Trust the, process. He was the type of guy, trust the process. And he was the type of guy that needed an owner to have his back through and through, right? Similar to kind of Howie's situation. Lurie stuck by his side the whole time, and it's paying off. Sam Hinkie didn't get that. Um, Josh Harris folded like a launcher, like I said. Um, the other big stain on him as a Sixers fan, Joel Embiid is not only one of the best players in the NBA and possibly the best Sixer of all time by the end of his career, but he's also a man of the people, okay? When your owner lays off, the entire stadium staff during COVID and then your best player decides I'm going to pay them all out of my pocket because my billion dollar owner won't do it. That says a lot about that. Okay. Yep. That says a lot about me. So that's right, babe. That's right. Um, Has he given doc and the boys, all the tools necessary for the most part in recent years? Yeah. But he's got a couple big stains on his resume as the Sixers owner. um, He's definitely got a better track record in hockey, in my opinion. But ultimately, I assume a couple of things. I assume the commanders could be, A, on the move, whether that just be in the city limits of D.C. or whatever, or Arlington or whatever. Um, Not Arlington. Where the hell are they at? whatever it is, Virginia out there. I assume the Commanders could be on the move. I assume the Commanders could be renamed. I Landover. truly think that. Sorry. I uh, There it is, Landover, Maryland. Um, they'll stay on the East Coast. That's pretty clear. I assume they're going to stay in relative, like, r- recent, like, close proximity to D.C. I assume that's going to come. I assume that the name change in Jersey change is going to come. I really think the commanders, the Washington football team, and everything since the Redskins has all been just money by Snyder. How genius is it to change your jersey two years in a row, right? You just make all the revenue off the jersey, then you make it again off the jersey, you know, off the the likeness. And on on Snyder, a guy that damn well knew the league was pushing him to sell the team, why not? You know, who's going to say no to you, right? You had the perfect excuse the first time around. Then you go, oh, we didn't think of anything good enough, so we're going to be the football team for the year. You're already a laughing stock of sports, you know. Might as well make some money while you're at it. Um, So, yeah, those two things I assume will come. Um, I also assume that he probably won't be as welcome at Eagles games, but that's just me. Um, I think names like Magic being on this list are just there because they're names. I mean, we all know Josh Harrison, his people are the money behind this. I think Magic is just, I'm not a big fan of Magic Johnson, if I'm being completely honest. So I think he's just the type of guy that goes, I want to get my name on shit. You know what I mean? So, whatever. But regardless, fuck um, the commander.
0: So, <laughs> uh, interesting little note here. Um, Josh Harrison, I think a different group, tried to buy the Broncos last year. And uh, obviously didn't make it because Walmart now owns the Broncos. Uh, Yeah, so now they have the Commanders. Just a consolation prize there. He wanted in on the NFL. It didn't matter what it took.
2: But, yeah. I I have something. You just made me think. Breaking news. Not really because it's kind (laughs) of old. Speaking of the Broncos. And their quarterback that played like horseshit last year. Funny enough, horse shit, Broncos. Um, did you guys know that Russell Wilson had a life coach? Did you know this one? Yes. This guy was pushing all these values, blah, 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 blah. He died right before last season. I didn't know that until recently. Isn't that kind of neat? Like, you not think neat, that uh, uh, That's kind of that, that, um... neat.
0: <laughs> what the hell? is kind of neat going... there. Pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Yeah, passes I away. That's
2: that. Neat. I think that definitely played a role in Russ's kind of fall from grace. But I also think Russ got a little big-headed in coming to Denver. Having yeah. his own office and everything on the coaches floor, But no, I, I just I heard that the other day and I was like, God, I, I had not heard about that before that. I mean, you know, sad to hear this this person passed, but yeah, just it's just like interesting.
0: It is, yeah. Uh you, you bring up the jersey and the name change and all that stuff. How long you, how long do you think it takes for them to to do that again? A couple years? One season. That's
2: it? You think one year one season. They'll go through this year as the Commanders next year. One season before it gets announced that it's going to change. I don't know if they'll roll into the following year with New Jersey's. That stadium's got to go. We all know that's the worst stadium in the NFL, and it's not even close. Why, Why would you revamp it? You might as well tear it down and rebuild. The way people are throwing billions of dollars, and especially out east, I mean, there's money galore out there raise some taxes, build a new stadium. You want to come in with a bang if you're Josh Harris. Um, And that's that's the thing is all the stadiums in Philly, Sixers, the hockey stadium, the uh, Eagles, Lincoln Financial, the baseball for the Phillies, they're all like state of the art. Like now they're all a little dated, but they're great, great stadiums. So he's going up against that. It's like the Sixers stadium is great. You're not going to want your football team to be playing in some dump like they already are.
1: You're not wrong.
2: You're not wrong.
0: Oh, and how long do you think it takes? How would I know, Seth? Do I look like an expert? Beautiful shirt, by the way. Beautiful shirt. You're welcome. Really letting it pop. You have lately. I'm glad somebody is. <laughs> It works perfect as an undershirt. I I, I use it. it was is it completely coincidental that it happened? I, I think you were wearing it last time as well. Probably, yeah. I think I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, fine. All right. Yeah. Adios, Dan Snyder. Never yeah. knew you. Get him out of here. I we're 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 all ready, and I'm really yeah. happy for for the uh, formerly R words, formerly. Football team currently commanders and soon to be Red Hawks or Red Wolves fans. Um, because why not go through one more jersey change, right? Yeah, it's, you, you he's got to bring it, he's got to bring in his own flair. You gotta build a new stadium for sure. You have you might as well make new jerseys, like, dude, get the whole dance nighter stink off. Man, yeah. turned what, what was like 800 million into 60 or 6 billion. Is that what it was? Eighty million, something like that. When he bought six it. billion, most expensive of all time. Uh No more. We are commanders. Bum 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 bum. No more left, of that. Only left hand up. Who are we, commanders? Thank you. That is one last time. Big Washington football fans here. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a Taylor Heineke fan. I guess I'll stick there. I'll stick with that. All right, it's time. You know what time it is? Time to rock out with our mocks out. Our mocks out, baby. That's it. You betcha. Nothing better. Nothing better than a little mock in your face. <laughs> Jeremy, you have one? Fair enough. No. You know, probably the smart choice. <laughs> He's got kids in the house.
2: That's true. Did anybody say Rocco with your mock
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, Owen did. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, hang on. You're up first, way. by the way, Jeremy. I don't know if you knew that. You're up first again with the Panthers. Not I'm not throwing we'll, you out right away, but I just want to prep you. Uh, when we we'll, we'll then we click it. it off. Reminders, ground rules, everybody. Ninety seconds per pick. Do right. we?
1: I'll
0: give you. I'll give everybody five seconds to decide. Do we or do we not want to allow trades this time? I find it hard to believe that it will happen just based on our own personal values when it comes to Madden trading and trying to suck every last drop out of a trade value. So uh, we can allow it. I just don't know if it'll go through or not. Jeremy, what say you?
2: Yeah, or nay? We're just doing the top 10? No. Fall We're doing the whole first round. We all get one trade option. We all get
0: one one trade. trade? All right. Yeah. I'm good with that. Uh, Yeah. You get one trade if you want to use it. I'm good with that. Owen, you agree? Yeah. uh, I, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Again, I don't know if they happen, but the option is there. Yeah. I, yeah. You don't have to. I'm not saying I will. I probably won't, but I might. We'll see. We'll see how I feel. We'll see how it shakes out. Boom. Without further ado, 2023 mock draft April edition starts now.
1: Jeremy. The Carolina
0: Panthers are on the clock. That's you, Jeremy. jesus christ man <laughs> what is going on this guy the carolina war room is they need to take the camera out of there because it is bad luck right <laughs> now <laughs> you guys you got just panicked people eating and drinking while they're on the clock like what do we do how do we do this yeah. they're not rushing it they're not confident in their pick at all they're they're like frantically moving around like man what first we, the first overall pick is going to get skipped we're going to have 30 picks in this first round. That's for sure. Look at this guy. He is, he is focused. What time do I got? 90 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> well, you yeah, had 90 to seconds, 60 seconds ago.
1: I'll give
0: you 45.
1: <laughs> this guy,
0: this is amazing. <laughs> There's been no football talk in the last like five minutes.
2: It's,
1: football it's
0: podcast.
2: well, we were we <laughs> we were trying to burn. Up. Hey, hey, I'm just trying to explain what's going on over here. Okay, you so, weren't explaining anything. <laughs> it's this is the war room of Jeremy right now. Yeah, we were, we're just sitting, sitting here, watching, waiting for the phone to ring to see if anybody wanted to trade up. Oh,
1: okay, trade up.
2: They already traded up. <laughs> that doesn't mean we don't, want, we don't want to flip it. Maybe somebody wants to th- throw us a young quarterback, Justin Fields. That's our Jordan Love. I don't know. James Jordan Winston, Love. if they're feeling freaky enough. Eli doesn't think so. With the number one pick in the 2023 draft, the – I got a kid coming my way. Carolina the Panthers. Carolina Panthers need to make this pick before Eli starts crying. Or you forfeit your pick. Select. The <laughs> quarterback. CJ Stroud. Oh. Oh, Ohio oh. State University. Man. Bada bing, bada boom.
0: The Carolina Panthers war room is going to go viral. Uh, I appreciate y'all's uh, patience. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it, his world's lighting up fire right now. It's it's almost bath time, and Seth forced him into this. But he got it's his pick fine. Out. We'll we'll just auto pick his. You know, <laughs> he can re revise later on if he wants. Yeah, absolutely. C.J. Stroud, my favorite, my favorite quarterback. Really, guy. I was, oh yeah. My 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 quarterback ranking hasn't changed really. Uh yeah, it really hasn't changed much. Stroud has been at the top and he'll remain at the top. I think he's the most pro ready quarterback. I think he's got the best arm. I think he's got the I, do, I like CJ Stroud the most. I think Anthony Richardson has the biggest ceiling just because of his physical tools, but I I like CJ Stroud the most out of all these quarterbacks. But I do love me some Will Levis as well. I like the Josh Allen comparison, and I love me some Josh Allen. Love you some Josh Allen, huh? I do. Uh, But CJ Stroud, number one, that means, Owen, you are on the clock with the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are on the damn clock. It is time. It is time. Quote Kevin Green, RIP. Seth, there's a lot of talk that Bryce Young is actually, you know, we kind of thought CJ Stroud was going to be the guy for Carolina. And in this case, it was. There was a lot of talk, though, recently that Bryce Young might be actually the guy that they're leaning towards. In my mind, as the Houston Texans GM Nick Casario, I'm preparing for that to happen because we want Bryce Young. So Bryce Young goes to Carolina. We pick again at 12. We might like Will Levis second best out of the other four or out of the big four. Maybe we like Henning Hooker. Maybe we want to wait till the end of the first. I was just about ready to, I had a card ready, passed off. In case this happens, we are going with Will Anderson, edge out of Alabama, but then, boom, C.J. Stroud goes, and we rush Bryce Young up to the podium. Put it on the board, Sethory. Bryce Young is a Houston Texan. Beautiful. Beautiful. Good pick, on. You're welcome. It's, it's, it, it, it feels like it's... I feel like it should be solidified. I don't know if it's going to fall that way where it's Stroud Young, but I feel like that's how it should be in one form or another. Yes. uh, th- It feels like it's almost automatic then where the Cardinals go. And I'm not going to deviate. I'm not going to go off course just because I think it's foolish. I'm not going to get pretty. I'm not going to get cute here. You're not. No. I'm thinking with my brain. Okay? Cardinals need to change a culture, need to change a direction. They really haven't drafted well over the last couple years. They have new management in town, and they mean business. And when you have the best player, best prospect in the draft at your doorstep, You listen to trades because you're not picking a quarterback. Correct move, Seth, because the Tennessee Titans from pick 11 just gave you a call. Ring, ring. And you know the Colts are even thinking about it, too. I feel like if there's anyone that's going to do it, it's those two teams, right? Wouldn't you agree? Cardinals GM, that's what you're hearing from? Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, All right, Tennessee, what do you got? Good question. You called me. Yep. And you want my pick. Yep. But you got nothing to offer me. Is that what you're telling me? What kind of show you're running down there? I am. I don't want Derrick Henry. I don't want Ryan Tannehill. We got our quarterback. You got your, your quarterback? My quarterback. You got your call Now, maybe maybe I'd entertain Derrick Henry, but I still want pick 11. Yes. Yeah, you want pick 11. Pick 11 is included. It's actually a whole draft suite package because the Tennessee Titans are desperate. Uh, Malik Willis is pretty clear is not the guy anymore. The final trade offer. We've been talking. We've been communicating for months. I've been feeling out. I think I think me, I'm nervous that the Colts pick my guy. So in this case, I want to send you. Hold on. Hold on. Just give me one two just one second. I don't know. I got my card ready. Uh, I'm not afraid of my pick. I'm I'm happy with it. Gotta wow me. Where's the wow factor? Shoot. I don't know if I want to spend that much. Uh, my final trade offer. Well, let's hear it. Throw it out there. Is pick eleven? Words I can say is no. Pick eleven. Pick forty-one. So first and second this year, plus a fourth this year, plus round one next year. It's a whole suite draft package. The price has hopped up because of the the fire everyone knows the Cardinals aren't having to pick quarterback say that again pick 11 you pick 41 that's the second round also a fourth rounder and then a 2024 first round pick so take out take out the second round and the fourth round. Throw in Derrick Henry and you have a deal. So, first, Derrick, first next year. Or take out the first next year, throw in Derrick Henry, and we'll do it that way. I want Derrick Henry part of this deal. As the Tennessee GM, there's some reason that that we have interest in moving Derrick Henry, and if it is for us to be the owners of – got bugs flying around just give me a second hold on hold on yes yes we will do, we will do this we accept. all right we have a trade ladies and gentlemen first trade of the 2023
1: NFL draft
0: Arizona Cardinals trade pick number 3 the Tennessee Titans Tennessee Titans are on the clock Owen, it's yours. Now, I know this is where I kind of box myself into a corner here because I know the Titans are going to want to do this. I don't know if they'll give that up. I know they're going to want to, and I know the price is only being driven higher because Colts are most certainly in contact. The Falcons may be in contact. Even the Raiders could be. The Titans are the ones that are desperate because they don't know if Will Leavis is going to fall to them. Anthony Richardson, most certainly gone by this point. Now they're considering Anthony Richardson, who hasn't even went for a meeting to the Titans. And I think it's because his agent is preventing him because he's not making it out of the top 10. So we're Tennessee. We've met with Will Levis a few times. We tried to go with a dynamic option and, and, you know, kind of a projecty guy with Malik Willis. We didn't like what we saw. But we have an offensive thought process to his type of talent. The Tennessee Titans are selecting Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. Oh, big time. Big move by the Titans, who are soon to be getting a new stadium as well. New quarterback, new stadium, new running back, too. Man, talk about a facelift in Tennessee. Big time. Very nice. Did you know that in the PFF mock draft simulator, in the last three weeks, this changed. You cannot offer trades. Isn't that crazy? You can't do it anymore. Interesting. Yes, very dumb. All right, Jeremy, father himself, is on the clock with the Indianapolis Colts. The guy he loves the most, which he has mocked to the Colts before, Owen jumps up ahead of the Colts with a hefty price tag, takes Jeremy's guy, Anthony Richardson. With three quarterbacks going in the top three picks, do we have a fourth quarterback go at four? Do we have a clean sweep almost of the top five as quarterbacks? And this was the assumption going into this draft that the top four would all be quarterbacks, but now the Levis train has started to slow. But he's the only top tier quarterback left. Do the Colts take him here, or stick with? I didn't know who the quarterback is right now. Matt Ryan's not on the team anymore. Gardner Minshew. This
2: is quick. This is quick. Oh, fuck my day up. <laughs> but I'm ultimately going with the guy I wanted in the first place. Oh, the Indianapolis Colts. We'll select quarterback. Will Levis,
0: Kentucky. Not you weren't gonna pick Richardson. Uh, he's he, let him go. Let him go. He can go. We'll talk later. <laughs> he came in to make his pick. We all appreciate him. Colts don't talk uh, that much to the media anyway. That <laughs> unless you're Jim say Chris Ballard specifically close to his plays it close to his vest. So that's he what does. Think, yeah. uh Yeah, I love Will Levis. You know that. It's going to be hard because if he does go to the Colts, he would be expected to start right away. Mm -hmm. I don't like that with him. Mm. I don't like that with him or Anthony Richardson. I'd be okay with Bryce Young or CJ Stroud starting right away, and they probably would with the Texans and the Panthers. But Anthony Richardson to the Titans, probably going to have to start day one, unless you bring in some kind of veteran. Same with the Colts. I mean, I guess they have Gardner Minshew, you said. hmm Oh, yeah, that's right. He followed uh Psycho. whatever his name. Yes. Uh, you you could you could start Gardner Minshew a couple games. At he least he is an NFL starter. People forget. Yes. Little Minshew Mania down there in Jacksonville once Bingo. upon a time. Bingo. Owen. Owen, while we uh while we have a little extra time for, for Jeremy, we still have our picks, of course. I've kind of heard back and forth on this lately. What are your – what's your thoughts on rookie quarterbacks sitting or starting right away? I've I've heard both sides that some of these young guys should sit for a year or two. Or um, why not throw them out there right away and let them learn the NFL style firsthand? It it is, yes. Either you learn by – you learn through – a talented veteran slash uh, coaching staff, or you get trial by fired. Both have worked. Both have worked because of the situation. Both have not worked because of the situation. Both have worked because of the talent of the player. And both have not worked because of the talent of the player. Situations are situational, Seth. That is the message. I would That's say response? I would say for each of these four guys something different something a little bit different cj stroud comes in he has to start day one pretty much um he may not be best suited for it except for the fact that he is a relatively safe quarterback compared to the the other four um just you know pretty systematic do what you you know kind of train him in the offense He'll, he'll generally make those plays and keep himself safe and not taking a lot of chances Bryce Young is a bona fide day one starter. The only issues that anyone talks about are because of his stature. Um, so he's a day one starter as long as your line supports it. And Houston has Laramie Tunsil. So you're already halfway there. Fill in the rest with as much as you can. Um, Yeah, Anthony Richardson, full project. Full project. You wouldn't want to start him right away. However, Tennessee is desperate. Desperation times. They just got rid of Derrick Henry. They're in a. Uh, fever they still. Tannehill is still there, so maybe he does sit behind Tannehill for a year. Tannehill, <laughs> you said it. <laughs> Tannehill. Wow, what a got shot! Got my Tennessee accent up in there. Damn. Um. Yeah, that would make sense to me. You would have to put Malik Willis, you know, back into a practice squad. Obviously, for Tannehill, he's like, well. I'm only going to be here a year. Like, why would I want to stay? But maybe he's under contract. You know, maybe he's just looking to beef him, you know, beef his resume up a little bit so he can go somewhere that wants him. Um, you know, there, there are ways to make that work. I think that would be best off for Anthony Richardson. May not be uh, much good in it for Tannehill. We'll see. And then, yeah, Levis, it's tough to say. It's. He's... Tannehill is. Just for reference, Tannehill is on the final year of his deal. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I know they were talking about splitting ways, but maybe they just waited out. Tell him the plan, be up front with him, and, you know, whatever. But uh, And then Levis, yeah, I would say generally you'd rather him not start day one. However, you know, kind of Josh Allen started pretty close to, wasn't it like mid, mid-season? Yeah, it was midseason. It he wasn't right really, away. He had like Tyrod Taylor or something, right? So he did the Tyrod Taylor effect. Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yep. We have that right. Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield were drafted in the same draft. I don't think he was with the Bulls or the the Bills. I think he was with the the Browns by that point. I think well, was somebody year- was starting. I'm no. I'm pretty sure it Josh Allen was the year before. No, they were the same draft. Him, Rosen, Darnold, and Lamar. Let me look. Let me and look. Big. 2018. Let me look. 2018, Tyra Taylor was in Buffalo. Or not Buffalo. Uh, you're right. 2018. Uh, who was their quarterback? Was it Fitzpatrick? Patrick? Fitzmagic? Give me a second. All right, I'll give you a second. I'm, I'm pulling up the old database. Uh, it was primarily Josh Allen, um, Nathan Peterman. Oh, God. Peterman. Derek Anderson. Jesus. And Matt Barkley also started. Yeah. So Matt Barkley got one start. Derek Anderson had two. Nathan Peterman had two. Josh Allen started the rest. Yeah, so I mean Gardner Minshew is probably better than the rest, you know, the other guys that were there with Bills. So, you know, Levis is in a pretty decent situation. I'd I'd aim towards Minshew starting, but uh, unless Levis just fully beats him out, then yeah, throw him throw him out there, you know. So that, I guess it was a long winded answer just to say like, really just depends team and player and potential moves that you can make to support it. Uh, agreed. I agree. After all that, I agree. Uh, it it really is like Jordan Love. I think is a perfect example. Aaron Rodgers himself was a perfect example. Rodgers would not be the quarterback he is or was his whole career if he started right away in Green Bay. Jordan Love, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there's so many examples uh, of quarterbacks sitting. And and thriving because of it. But there's also examples of where quarterbacks thrown in right away. Justin Herbert, he was pretty much thrown in right away. Andrew it's Luck four. was. I mean, Andrew Luck was phenomenal till the injuries. Kate yeah. Manning started right away. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a laundry list of players, of quarterbacks, who've started right away and succeeded. It, like you said, just depends on the situation. If they're ready for it, then why wouldn't you? Trevor Lawrence, you could say. Not his fault, that was the team situation. Yes, but he was ready. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's evident from this past year. Obviously, there's some progression from rookie oh. year to sophomore season. Got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean he was pretty evident that he was he's he's the guy
1: in yep. Jacksonville.
0: Uh so yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, anyways, okay, so I mean, in that, that case, to you, Owen, it is, yeah. Well, in that case, we did get probably the the four quarterback neediest teams in the league got their quarterbacks uh they did and i love that all went top four if that actually happens on draft day man that's gonna be wild that will be wild. that will be wild so getting down back into we got past you know we just knocked it out quarterbacks are gone it's we're fully moving on Oh, there's one game, left but might come my might... might come back into play at the end but yeah we got we're got a long string of we're going best available pretty much at this point Seattle Seahawks have had multiple visits with Jalen Carter as recently as this week private workouts private meetings my feeling is they lean him over Will Anderson can meet Jalen Carter. To the Seattle Seahawks at number five. Will Anderson, probably the best prospect in this draft, is falling to number six. Is that what you're telling me? When there's a potential he could go to two. There's talk that the Texans aren't even going to pick quarterback, like I said. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because they do pick at 12. Like you said, you brought up the whole situation that they could take a guy like Will Levis there potentially. Or even maybe Henning Hooker at the end. Of the first round. But not here t- tonight. Nope. Ain't happening. Jalen Carter, all that talk, all the the things going on. It's a lot of blame getting pushed towards him. And when it was really just a tragic situation, he happened to be in the area of, um, as far as we know. Uh, aside from interior linemen, well, I guess it is interior linemen. Interior offensive linemen. Seattle gets their biggest draft need and also arguably the best available. Best, not even available, best in the draft. So I know he's Daniel Jeremiah's top guy. A lot of people say Will Anderson and Jalen Carter is just kind of like the, you know, he's going to be good. You may, he may not be a superstar level, but whatever happened this whole last couple of months, he goes right after all the quarterbacks, the best non-quarterback Picked in the draft to Seattle Seahawks. It's crazy. It's crazy. I it took five picks to pick a non-quarterback. And, Dan and it's Jalen Carter of all players. Yeah, Jalen exactly. Carter. And Dan Campbell is like, God damn it, God damn it, man. Oh, wait, I gotta get my Dan Campbell voice. Give me a second. Son of a bitch, man. Now, hold on. Listen, man. We really like Jalen Carter. He was a great kid, man. Had a terrible situation, man. It really sucks to see him go to the Seahawks, man. He but guess what? Plenty of decaps for us, man. Guess what? Will Anderson fell right into their laps. Kaboom. I, I'm sure Dan Campbell on the crew is not expecting Will Anderson to fall. Maybe Jalen Carter, but not Will Anderson. Correct. No, brain. I don't right? know what to do. No, because you were thinking what? Because Will Anderson wasn't going to be there. Who were you thinking? I had other means in mind. Uh, I was the, thinking the, a little bit more on the outside. Yeah. Was there, was there happened to be a trade made in the past week or so that? Uh, there has been. I, I don't think that trade uh, necessarily changes their draft philosophy too much i think it really solidifies it more uh they traded jeff Akuda, obviously to the falcons for the fifth round pick uh who was a third overall pick just two years ago well, three crazy. years ago um was traded for a measly fifth round pick which is crazy uh we'll see if jeff Akuda can can fix his career down in atlanta anyways I had, a, I had a specific corner in mind. I I believe I had Christian Gonzalez going to the Lions last mock, if I remember right. Sounds right. Uh, Christian Gonzalez, his hype also has dropped off a little bit. He is widely considered no longer the best corner in this draft. And, uh, maybe, maybe not necessarily.
1: Third.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. I wanted to go Devin Witherspoon here. Who's probably the best corner in this draft at this point? Best prospect. Out of Illinois, big ten. Big ten, big time. Uh, Oh and now you can't. Well, I I could if I want to stick to my guns. Because they need help at corner. But Will Anderson, it's hard. And we know Dan Campbell. So, Will Anderson, it is. Will Anderson is going to be a Detroit Lion. Thanks to Jared Goff and Matt Stafford, because this is the Rams pick originally. But this was traded in the Matt Stafford sell our soul to the devil for Super Bowl. This was it. Uh, So, yes, Will Anderson to the Detroit Lions. I can't deny it. Can't. Raiders would love him at 7, but I'm not going to allow it to happen. Jeremy ain't going to do it. It's too easy for Jeremy, and I'm not going to allow it. So Will Anderson to the Lions at 6. And talk about timing. Wow, baby. That is beautiful. Now, while Jeremy sorts himself out here. Let him have a breather, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where where are we uh where we think he goes here with the Raiders? Raiders lost Jalen Carter, so they ain't gonna get him. no Will Anderson. Uh, Jeremy, just to catch you up quick, um, I've heard it all.
2: I've heard it you've all. He's heard it all.
1: Oh, perfect. Hey, okay,
2: the be- the best war rooms stay tied in the whole time. Seth, what are you talking? That's about? True. What are you talking about? All right, all right, all right. I have an early. You took Witherspoon just now. Okay. Or no, no, no. You took Will Anderson just now. My yeah, bad. Yeah, I
0: wanted to do Witherspoon. That's where I was going to go originally, but then Owen, Owen's just messing up this mock tonight. Oh, yeah, right. No, it needs to be... You know there's going to be randomness. Now...
2: Owen is up to no good. If the Seahawks went Will Anderson, are you going Jalen Carter, or are you still sticking with Witherspoon? Are you saying uh, that to me as a lot... Like, for the Lions, or, or are you saying that to him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that That's tough. Because we know Dane Campbell loves the interior players, we know it. We love him, man. Love it, love it. knee caps,
2: man. He gets low, man. He's a dominant <laughs> force in there, man.
0: Probably go Jalen Carter just because the talent is there, and hopefully the couldn't tell the you off why off the field.
2: Off the field, could not tell you why. Itself. But Owen as Dane Campbell just makes me extremely uncomfortable. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm out on it. So I have I another cup of coffee, movie. man. Come on down to Motor City with a visit. We'll, we'll eat to play the kneecaps together, man. All right, boys. See you there. That's enough. Oh, and that's enough. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, you're on the clock with the, I'm the I've, Raiders. I've already got cards written up. All right. way up to the board. Seth, you kind of took a shot at the, my boy I'm about to take right here, okay? Like you said previously, was kind of the undisputed – Number one player at this position. Kind of been sliding recently. But guess what? When you roll out names such as Nate Hobbs, Duke who? Shelley, who? David Long. Who? Brandon Don't know. Sam Webb. What? Akeem Robertson, Tyler what? Bell, what? Eagle what? what? Dog. Dog. <laughs> you need a dog.
0: Nah, okay? uh, it's like it's, it sounds like Ian Rappaport trying to say it.
2: This is what I'll say. You need a big guy. You just brought in Marcus Epps, right? You just brought in Marcus Epps to kind of shore up the back end of the, of the secondary. Mooring is supposed to be turning into a guy. We all know that. He's um, a dude. But what makes the safety's job easier is the guy that can cover guys that can just stay on them, whether it be zone, whether it be man. You just need a guy that's a dude that can go out there play some ball and. Play with some receivers, right? And what makes, a, what makes a young corner's job easier is having good back-end guys. Marcus Epps just played in the Super Bowl, okay? Just did. Mooring's taking all the right steps. Let's keep him on the West Coast, boys. Just come a little farther down south. Get out get out of Oregon. Come down to Nevada. Let's play in the desert a little bit. Christian Gonzalez, cornerback, Oregon, is now wearing number zero in Ooh. Vegas, baby.
0: Can you imagine those those rookies that come in and claim number zero? There's going to be a lot of vets like you, mother, f- you son of a, you know, Who the they have to wait a year.
2: Do you think you are because they have yeah, to wait. They, a year.
0: they should get they should get seniority, shouldn't they? You'd think should be able to jump on it right away. But here he is, comes in with the big Oregon O. Who's
2: like Odell. No, Odell, Odell didn't take
0: zero. zero. Surprisingly, Odell took three with Baltimore. Fair, fair enough. You took uh number 3. All right. Jeremy good pick though. I like Christian Gonzalez. He feels like a raider too. Just the the he profile, does. the profile of of who he is and the, he he feels like a raider. Owen, feels like you got a lot of picks tonight so far. You're at 8. You're with the Atlanta Falcons. Well, no you are quarterbacks gonna, left. You are going to end up going like 10 10 11 back to back, aren't you? Do you have
1: I the am. Eagles. I am. Yeah.
0: The, wait you have 10 no jeremy has 10 oh gosh. Gotcha. I'm 11
2: I might have something for I might have something for 10 uh oh you're 10 anyway don't
0: worry about it so you know the trade all the trading stuff there's not a big need for it right now because it's like the quarterbacks are gone and the consensus top two guys are gone and now you kind of pick through the rest of like the maybe the six seven, eight, First round talent guys, unless you're really desperate at a position, Atlanta isn't really short up everywhere or anywhere. Really, they're trying tight end, wide receiver one. Probably call them good. Uh, the secondary coming together pretty quick. It's coming together. Uh, Jesse Bates. They're not. They're not uh, shying away from a quarterback pro- cornerback prospect here, though. Uh, especially with only one on the board, off the board at this point. <clears throat> so I know they, they, big fan of Jalen Carter over here in Atlanta. Okay. Not too far. Georgia boy, we wanted him. Gonna have to, gonna have to shy away. We had meetings with Will Davis. We had meetings with Anthony Richardson. We had meetings with CJ Stroud. However, we're okay with Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter for now. We want Desmond Ritter to be good. We're going to ride the Taylor Heineke train, if not, and readjust next year. Leaves me with a couple guys. Couple guys. And I'm really having a hard time picking. One, two, three, four, five guys. And I think... I think I'm going to – Seth, you pick the Packers? I'm really sorry. This guy's draft stock is rising at every given moment, though. The first receiver off the board. Slot guy extraordinaire.
1: Oh, grow time is up.
0: Falcons into... have to forfeit their pick. Jackson Smith and Jigba, <laughs> wide receiver out of Ohio state oh and you you did this last time too i think it was the I pick did. 11 and 12 I you did. did the same thing you hate the packers i think that's pretty obvious here <laughs> i i want it too seth damn it but every time i every time i look at something new it's like oh the oh uh, the falcons are taking a look or the raiders are Take hosting a visit this week, or the Titans or have heavy interest. It's like all these teams ahead of the Packers. So I just don't find it realistic anymore. However, it is the number one realistic want out of 15. But maybe it's still too high for a slot guy. I just find the draft stock rise of this guy, it isn't stopping. Jackson, JSN. Good pick. Good pick. He's uh, definitely the top receiver in this draft. I really like him. Uh, I'd be ecstatic if the Packers were able to land him. We'll see. Uh, I got five picks off Seth. So, wow. Man, I did my all part. right. Go give your kid a bath. Um, <laughs> that means I'm nine with the Chicago Bears thanks to the trade with the Panthers. You taking Jack jackson smith and And jigba and jigba makes it very easy for chicago here um i i went this way last time i'm gonna do it again just because i think it is their greatest need there's definitely plenty of edge players out there a lot of pass rushers available at nine which you didn't think miles murphy tyree wilson uh those two are your top players Um, they could go corner as well. I think they still need help there. Offensive line is the biggest need, and they have the pick of the litter here. No offensive lineman taken yet means you can get one of those premier tackles and be fine with it. So I'm going with Paris Johnson, Jr. out of Ohio State stays in the Midwest and is now protecting Justin Fields for the next 10 years, hopefully. Paris Johnson, Jr. to the Chicago Bears. Da Bears. That's it. That means, Jeremy, you are on the clock now at number 10, with the Philadelphia Eagles, the flying Feagles, where are you go over? Oh, I just wanted to ask over Skaronski, Paris Johnson Jr. Huh? Yeah, I was kind of going back and forth there, um, depending on what you were going to do with the Falcons. I I like Paris Johnson. I also really like Skaronski, uh, but I feel like maybe Paris Johnson might fit with the. The Bears are doing more, just a bit more athletic, more versatile, can move around a bit more. And obviously with Justin Fields as a runner, you kind of want that. That's where I leaned. Fair enough. So, Jeremy, you're on the clock. Philadelphia Eagles. 90 seconds begins now.
2: Hey, here's the deal. We wanted Jalen Carter to fall to us. When he went off and we seen Will Anderson there, I wasn't here to try to make a trade, but that's definitely what I would have done right there. If I heard uh, Will Anderson's on the board right there, I'm moving out. I'm doing everything I can to move up. At now six, whether that happens it, in your... yeah. 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 If Will Anderson's sitting there five, six, seven in there, yeah, I'm jumping up for sure. Um, we're going to go a completely different direction than what I went last time. I made the pick of uh, the running back. And every day since then, I've felt terrible about it. That's fair. That's fair. He still might slide. Haunts me a little bit. Um, It's not the guy. It's the – A lot of mock drafts putting him at the Eagles at 10. I would just about bet my entire yearly salary salary, that it's not going to happen.
0: I also kind of lean towards that. Like, there's there's a more – I think for me, there's more likely that they trade up to, like, pick 22 – to draft him from
2: 30 rather let than let him slide. Him
0: 10. Yep. But. Let him
2: slide. I don't see any world where my Eagles take a running back 10, honestly, let alone in the first round, but I could be wrong. Um, one guy that's getting a ton of talk for the Eagles is the lineman that Seth just passed on. Um, big talk. Of him coming to Philly and just sliding him in that guard, letting him roll. Next year, Cam Dragons play center. Um, we have our guard in place already, and then Cam takes over at center. If Lane goes away in the next couple of years, Peter kicks out, or you just keep my guard, whatever. Um, that's been getting a lot of hype lately. That's a very Eagles move. Very, very Eagles move. I could see that. Um, Skronsky is uh, a little bit of a mauler, and he's got short arms, if I remember right. He doesn't have the long arms of a tackle, so he'd fit in the trenches, you know, in in the interior. Um, I could see that pick. Now, I also see my Eagles going with uh, Nolan Smith right here. Now, let me just ask you, the room here. Which one of those two do you think is more likely to slide? Skaronski or Smith? Seth, you, yep, Seth, you go first.
0: I, I would say Smith for sure. I, I think Skaronski probably a lock for the top 10, top 15 for sure, just because he's a premier tackle. Uh, tackle or guard, I think he could do both. Uh, he's not going to fall too much. Nolan Smith is kind of an athletic freak, but – very unpolished, so I could see him dropping a little bit more. Another draft um, stock riser, though, Nolan Smith. Quickly, yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yes. Free draft. We'll see what happens in the actual
2: draft. So the, another guy that is still sitting here is Miles Murphy, who's the guy that's been ten to fifteen, pretty heavy every mock draft you see. Um, him, I, Nolan Smith, reminds me of kind of. Uh, the miles uh, Dallas help me out here. I'm saying the wrong name Parsons who? Parsons, Micah Parsons. He's kind of the Micah Parsons mold, right? Um, Will Anderson reminds me a lot of Tom Reddick. That's why if he's still loose right there, yeah, we're, we're fucking take both the first round picks. We'll come up and get him. Um, but if it plays out this way, I mean, I'm just trying to pull up the prospects real quick. Um, skronsky has got to be, what, the fifth-best prospect in the in the draft?
0: Arguably. Uh, it, yeah, it depends on where you look. I have him above Smith, who is above Murphy, just between those three.
2: So just pulling up a big board real quick here by CBS. He is 11. Um All four quarterbacks are above him. Holy crap. Will Anderson's one. Bryce Young is two. Carter, three. Stroud, four. Levis, five. Tyree Wilson six, Gonzalez seven, Devin, Devin Will- Willerspoon eight, Anthony Richardson nine, Bijan De- Robinson is ten, and then Skronsky is eleven. So this is a lot of hoobla just to say that the Eagles are going to take Peter Skronsky at 10. Um the Rich but get so Richard. You used your uh 90 seconds wisely. I did. Um hey, my last two picks I only took about 10, not even. That's but no, true. I think. This would be a very Eagles pick. You know, you're sitting up here. The last time we were picking, I mean, from ten, uh, five to ten, I think we were at six we took Lane. Um, before that we took flesh. You know, we're not up this high that often. And it's pretty rare you see a, a Super Bowl team picking in the top ten. Um, the offensive line is absolutely not a weakness, but this is the guy that's sitting there that, I mean, is definitely a coming-in-day-one starter, right? Um, I don't see a huge problem with Jurgens maybe – being kind of a swing guy in the middle of the team. Um, the thing with Skaronski too, is like he doesn't have true la- tackle length in the NFL, which against guys like Micah Parsons, Von Miller, that gets you beat gets you beat bad. His, his size reminds me of more of a guard. Um, this guy could come in and be like a Zach Martin type guard. I mean, he could really just blow up with the way he likes to like maul guys. Um, and he's a super athletic guy. So, no, I, I'm – I'm very happy with this pick at the Eagles Go, Grounds Slotting him in at right guard pretty much day. One. Immediately. Walk him in. Walk him in the building. Give him number 64, and he's he's a roll. All right. Peter Skaronsky. Beautiful.
0: Love the name. All right. I'm back to back now. 11 and 12, thanks to the trade and, uh, edge defenders are still at a premium here, uh, but certainly don't need a running back. They don't not anymore. Thank you. Did you, very did you much. hear that part of it, Jeremy? I did. I, I cut
2: it all. I caught pretty much all of it.
0: Good deal. Uh, yeah. Cardinals, you know, they, they, they did what they could. Uh, they gave Keller Murray a legitimate running back this time. Legit. Uh, we're going to go back to back here. I'm not going to take too much time just cause I've been waiting for it. Um, Cardinals and Texans, that's where I'm at here, 11 and 12. Both could use some edge help. Texans got their quarterback at two. Debated wide receiver there. Ended up not. But to start off, 11, I'm going Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. Cardinals don't get Will Anderson, but they maybe got the next best thing in Tyree Wilson was a versatile guy who could really line up almost anywhere on the D line outside inside very good against the run and the pass uh I, I think maybe the next best pass rusher outside of Will Anderson um so yeah 11 Arizona Cardinals Tyree Wilson number 12 then Jeremy real quick uh will Anderson versus Tyree Wilson, Derrick Henry, and next year's first.
2: What am I What am I choosing here?
0: Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, Derrick
2: Henry, and a first next year. Second part. I, I will take that for sure. Uh, will Anderson's a game changer in in the league, but uh, Tyree Wilson has, percentage-wise, probably at least 70% of the chance to do that as well. You know what I mean? Plus, Derrick Henry's the best back in the NFL and a, a first-round pick next year. That's how the rich get richer. So, now, yeah. to be honest, Seth, I wouldn't have done that if I was the Titans. However,
0: they are in a fever dream right now. They're going crazy. They're desperate. They're making calls they shouldn't make. And for some reason, they're want, you know wanting to get rid of Derrick Henry. So I let that happen for them. And they got what they want. And the Cardinals got what they want, clearly. They absolutely did, yes. Cardinals, I think, would take that trade in a heartbeat. Uh, I wanted to see how far you'd go at throwing Derrick Henry in there, and I got him. So Pretty high, because I know the Colts are. were also thinking about just jumping that spot to make sure they got their guy.
1: Yes, you know?
0: that's true. Uh, number 12, then. Like I said, we're going back-to-back back edge rushers. Texans have a few spots to fill, but you got to have a pass rush these days to succeed Miles Murphy out of Clemson. To the Houston Texans here at 12. Texans are getting rich in this draft. Miles Murphy and Bryce Young, their top two picks. That's a pretty good start. They're getting there. Derek Stingley's a stud. You know, he is. they got Larry Tunsell. Damian Pierce is a stud. I mean, they got they got something brewing in Houston. And they can get some offensive weapons later on as well Mm -hmm. i wanted to go receiver here but with jackson smith and nigba off the board and jigba I, i knew it as soon as i said it uh i didn't want to reach on another receiver i i receivers are thin this year i didn't want to reach for one at 12 almost could have traded out of here too if i wanted to uh but i took miles murphy that means Jeremy is back on the clock at 13 with the New York J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Green Bay Packers? Or... Dun, uh, dun, dun, at this dun, point dun, in dun, time. Dun, 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 dun. The Green Bay Packers have just traded Aaron Rodgers for pick 13 and three of the next year's first-round picks. <laughs> <laughs> They'd love that, but uh, I don't know if that'll happen. Jeremy, you're on
2: the clock regardless. All the wrong buttons. Yeah. Um I've been kind of relaying back to our previous Mycraft to see where we went with guys. And uh You're, I had yeah, the right. last time. Your lead scout bullied you
0: into a certain pick. That's right. I remember. <laughs> I remember doing that. Yeah, he's an <laughs> ass-
2: That guy's an asshole. He sucks um, he sucks. Okay. <laughs> that guy sucks. Um so just uh, I went Project Jones, Georgia left tackle. Mock draft I'm looking at here has got Peter Skronsky. Let's be real. The Jets need line. I mean, they need any line they can pull in, in my opinion. Um, Seth already took Paris Johnson, right? Yep. Who in last the last mock draft went to pick the us to the Texans. Seth, you're a crazy son of a gun, my guy. It's just crazy. Um, God, there's got to be a – because I think we had – no, there was only the two going – God, is Broderick is Broderick Jones the best one available right now for offensive lineman? I have
0: him or Darnell. I'd Wright. say, I'd say Broderick Jones. I know the Jets are heavy on Broderick Jones, but Darnell Wright's heavy a lot of other places. So
2: right, no, Darnell Wright's getting a lot of a lot of hype right now for sure. Yeah. Um, the thing about it is you just can't really miss Georgia right now. I mean, you draft somebody out of Georgia, it seems like they're future all Georgia, They're they're battle Georgia. I mean, they really are. Um, he kind of fits that mold of uh, kind of a big, movable guy, kind of like what they already have at left tackle. Um, so, no, let's lock it in. Let's do it again. Roger Jones, offensive tackle, Georgia.
0: Beautiful. Somebody's got to protect Rogers after him. And Aaron Rodgers rejoices. Indeedly do.
2: He All probably right. throws a fit because he didn't get another weapon to throw it to. Why block when you can throw it to a guy? Oh, let me, Seth, let me talk shit. You don't like the guy anymore. Come on now. Yeah, I hate him. Can't
0: stand his guts. (laughs) Uh, Owen, you're 14. The New England Patriots. Let's see, man, a lot of good options here. I had, uh, I had, I had about 10 names for New England and six remain. Two were probably more if they traded back. But I got so I got four, like either one of these I think would be rock solid. But I'm struggling with it because I know you know New England loves their tight ends. It's a Bill Belichick way. Dalton Kincaid is certainly on the mind. Yeah, just rip my heart out again on just do i it. think that would be like you know if bill just said fuck everyone i'm doing what i want it's dalton kincaid however i think there's still going to be a little more of a group process and i got i'm fighting between so i'm not taking dalton kincaid i have three other names in mind i think what i'm going to do is pick which one do i want <clears throat> Another, you know, it's not like he doesn't deserve to be here. However, between the two, it's like, of course, they went with the uh, ginormous Hercules-looking edge rusher over Nolan Smith. Lucas Van Ness goes to the Patriots at 14. That feels like a Bill Belichick pick. You got to I mean, you have so many Patriots legends. Like, you just got to mold some new guys after them. So, you got Mike Vrabel rolling in. Little Mike Rabel, Lucas Van Ness. Going to be an all-pro here shortly. Hercules. Under, under the tutelage of uh, Mr. Steve Belichick. Hercules. Nice. All right. 15, the Green Bay Packers. The With the new quarterback pack. at the helm. Let's give him some weapons, boys. I've got a couple young ones in there. This is my quickly turning into my favorite player. And if they got him here at 15, other than Jackson Smith and Jigba, there it is. This is my second, my second one. Oh, and I think, you know, where I'm going with this one already. I went with it last time. They hit this one. This is the best pick in the whole draft. I don't care what anybody else says. Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. To me, the best tight end in the draft. Also, I would say the best offensive tight end, uh, best hands, best weapon. He's a receiver. Yeah. He's a receiver who plays tight end, for sure. He's Jimmy Gray. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. different, but the the, the mold anyway. I guess. Yes, exactly, exactly. And Packers need that. They haven't had a legitimate threat at tight end in years. Maybe the one year Jared Cook was there, he, he was a good threat, but still, like, Jermichael Finley was the last, like, consistent one. And that was years ago. That was 10 years ago. Got to be almost. 13, yeah. Yeah. A long time. Um, Dalton Kincaid. It's that's the home run pick right here. You don't get your receiver. You take Kincaid. I know the tight end position is deep, but you don't take Kincaid here. You're not going to get him. He's not. He's he's going in the first round. Like that's for sure. Unless the Packers get a, a dump of picks from the Jets and they can move up into the end of the first and get him. You gotta take him. You gotta take him. He's ours, Dalton Kincaid, out of Utah. Jeremy, back to you then. With the Washington Commanders, soon to be, who knows? Fresh new owner. Maybe, maybe by the time this pick happens, it'll be solidified. I sorry, you met, you asked that earlier. I do think it'll take a while. I think it'll stretch into the summer, but I don't necessarily disbelieve that they're not going to be involved. Like I don't, you know. Maybe not on an official basis, but I'm sure they're having conversations. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Anyways, Jeremy, 16 with the Washington Commanders. Where are you going?
2: So this is one that will hurt my soul a little bit, but we're going to do it. Um, When you play in the East right now and you're going up against guys, I mean, for God's sakes, my Eagles got – two ones. Dallas has got CD. The Giants are going to figure something out at wide receiver, whether it be Darren Waller, you know, he he's going to be the guy over there. Slayton, you know, so on and so forth. You sit here and you look at Washington secondary and you go, man, these guys suck. Um, Kendall Fuller's all right. You know, he's a, he's a guy that's a dude. These safeties aren't the best. Jeremy Revis didn't pan out like how we thought he was. Um, but there's not really anybody where you go, man, these guys can kind of run with somebody as this pass rush gets to everybody. How do we fill this role with a guy that can run and cover but also cover just whoever the best guy is in the other team, right? How do you do that? How do you bring in a guy with a resume of being a professional already? How do you bring in a guy that wants to be the number one cornerback on the defense? How do you bring in a guy that's dad? his daddy played pro football for a long time? Like I said, this one hurts me a little bit. <laughs> Joey Porter Jr., cornerback, Penn State. That hurts me. It's a good, you know. Here is the deal: he's a big corner. Um, he can run. He can play physical. Um, you are going to have to cover. I mean, Waller is a receiver. It, let's be real; he's just a he's just a big receiver. Um, Devin Witherspoon could be a guy you go here, but he's just not big. Um, Joey Porter is—I mean, 200 pounds, six foot three. He's a dude, and he's got the professional resume through his dad. When you—the one thing that I heard on the Eagles podcast recently—they were talking about how this year they're glad that they brought back Bradbury and and Slay for the simple, and then just brought in Greedy for the simple fact of the top guys in this draft. There's only one of them that's not sliding right now, and that's Joey Porter Jr. And it's because of his measurables. It's because of the attitude he brings to the game. It's the guys beyond that, like the second-round guys, maybe late first-round guys, like Ringo and stuff. Those are the guys where it's like, hey, it might not be perfect, but if we draft this guy this year, he could be a dude in a year or two. Like, he could really be that number one guy. And I totally agree with that. The more I pay attention to the cornerback class, some of these guys I just feel like I'd rather take a shot later. Um, If there's one – I was the one that went with Christian Gonzalez earlier. I think that's like him and and Porter. You could flip it either way. Devin Witherspoon, I'm a fan. I just – I would always lean a big corner, and that's why I go these two. Joey Porter Jr., look at that. His dad's not a Hall of Famer, is he? He is not a Hall of Famer, but he was one hell of a player for the Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time.
0: We're now on the clock, and the commanders are now their mortal enemy for not bringing home the child of a legend to build. Sucks to suck, bro. However, Devon Witherspoon shouldn't still be on the clock, so or on the on the board. So Devon Witherspoon is absolutely the pick here at seventeen. The Lions, who could have had him at six, didn't want him. I almost had him at 18. You Come almost on. had him. Almost had him. <laughs> written down. I had him written down once Jeremy said it. Blame the commanders. I shouldn't have wrote it down. That's what hurt me. I jinxed you myself. Just, you skipped the Steelers. You didn't think.
1: Wow! Uh, I, think I thought you'd going. do something. I thought
0: you'd do something Pittsburgh y. I was trying. I was trying to do the ultimate
2: Pittsburgh move. <laughs>
0: Uh, ah. all right scrap it all where are we at here where are we at devin witherspoon probably the top corner in this draft right now huh and he goes he, he's the third cornerback taken you, yeah i guess the kind of what's said about him is he's the best cover corner um the other guys have some more of the athleticism hey, stuff
2: yeah he's the more matchers. of this the sticky guy where it's like you feel pretty good just having him follow a dude but, I mean, we all know the NFL anymore. Like, you want a big corner, you well, know, I mean, especially I, on the, he especially on up the outside. Be, he ends up being Jair Alexander. Like, I don't know if you can even call picking him at six a fail. You know what I mean? I hear you. But you're never going to feel that comfortable with the guy Jair's size on, like, I mean, shit, any of any top five receiver at over six, two. I'm fine. I'm fine with Jair covering anybody. I hear you. But I would rather have Ramsey. I'd rather have somebody Ramsey's build for sure. I mean, fair, but also if he turn, like I say, if he turns
0: into Jair Alexander, pff, don't care where I picked him.
2: Oh yeah, you know you're happy if you get that talent. That's for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, but, I mean, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, uh, I, I was just trying to buy more time for uh, Seth because he's panicking. Uh, you're not wrong.
2: Shit, bitches.
0: But the in pick the is in the, in. the pick is in. Are you boys ready?
2: No, yes. Why I
0: went through I went through a couple different names. But you know what? Owen said it earlier. Couple wrinkles always get thrown in. Couple. And when I lost Devin Witherspoon, I turned around and I said, You know what? You reacted emotionally. I got
2: mad. I got mad.
0: Here I think comes. it might be time for a quarterback. Here it comes <laughs> out of Tennessee, Jesus. the Fighting Volunteers, the Detroit Lions at 18 take Hendon Hooker, quarterback. I got the call. Jared just Goff confused
2: for a second. Yes, that's absolutely correct.
0: <laughs> Jared Goff is. I believe done after this year. He's got one year left on, on this Detroit deal. Henning Hooker is the perfect guy for that situation. We talked quarterback situations earlier. Hooker can sit for a year behind Goff, kind of learn the NFL world. They hand it over to him, and he's ready to roar like a lion. He's we also – He's also hurt. Like, he's he's likely not going to be able to play this year anyway. Well, yeah, most so, of probably. perfect situation, really, you know. Yes, yes. So, heading hooker here at 18, throwing in a little loop. Thank you, Owen. Forced you into making the best decision of your life, I guess. It might be. It might be. So, Jeremy, you're at 19. Now, we pay got- Calvin Johnson, Lions. Christ. Give the man his money. Then you'll be fine. Curse lift. We got 12, 13 picks left. Well, let's let, let's get through them. Yeah. Let's get a move on, huh?
2: What number am I here right now? 19.
0: 19. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They don't have a quarterback. Well, they Baker Mayfield, I guess.
2: Who the fuck would you take at 19 of a quarterback right now? So I'm that-
0: just saying you lost one. I'm just saying you don't have a quarterback anymore. I don't know. Maybe you trade out.
2: You're getting wild with that one. Um, my dad alarms are ringing. Talk for a second. One second.
0: They have a lot of holes to fill here uh, in Tampa Bay world. As the pod father sounds the alarm or tends <laughs> to the alarm. Uh, yeah, especially if uh, – I, I think I mentioned it. Uh, just briefly Go threw ahead. it out there. Devin White requested a trade from the Bucks. Well, who knows if that will get – you know, if that, right, there's any reality right. to that. Seemly, seemingly like a Debo Samuel type of approach where it's really just to push them into paying him. Yes. Uh, committing to him, committing, promising that they're going to try to be good in years to come post Brady. uh, Yeah, because he's on his, uh, he's still on his rookie deal, is he not? I think he's at in the last year. Let's look it up. He is. This is his. It's his fifth year option right here. It's yeah. his last year. Uh, yeah. So he's exactly. It's either trade me or pay me. Probably kind of deal. Trade me, and some team that wants me will pay me, or you can pay me. Probably is kind of how that's going. Correct. But still, yeah, plenty of holes to fill. Tampa Bay, uh, crazy. It, it kind of feels like the Bucks and the Rams kind of fell into the same mold where the Bucks kind of threw all of their stuff into one basket, got their Super Bowl, and they kind of kind of slowly kind of fallen since then. Same with the Rams. The Podfather is back, we believe.
2: Who are they taking? So, 19. The name that comes to my head like immediately is like a fit here is uh brian branch now i feel like it's the guy you'd want to make a trade back for um and i was trying to kind of quickly think of uh the trade scenario to move him back um i don't even know who'd really want to move up to this spot and what they'd want to move up for obviously somebody always wants to move up you know somebody always wants to move up somebody always wants to move back Winfield's definitely a guy that's been a hell of a player back there for him. Jamel Dean's back. Carlton Davis is a pretty solid player. Nolan Turner's kind of a on the offensive side of things. I mean, you can go a line here. You really could. You're not going quarterback. Kyle Trask, I mean, is waiting in the wings if Baker shits his pants. Um, Devin White, I think so – I think you guys are probably right. He's probably going to get paid, but do you want to be there if you're Devin White? Because the Buccaneers look like they might just go right back into obscurity obscurity that they were right before Brady got there, you know? Um, that would be my concern if I'm there. Although they did bring back um, Levante David, so that's a big move. God, this feels way too early to take a damn safety. That's for sure. Miles Murphy went off the board.
1: Well,
0: I, I, I think Brian Branch is um, – he fits here. I think this is an appropriate spot. I think you could argue he is one of the top 15 players. It's just positional. Yeah, no,
2: it's, John it's safety. You know, what the hell, we're going to do it. We're going to go Brian Branch, safety, Alabama. Alabama. He's staying in the south,
0: all right. No, Brian Branch, good player, versatile. Uh, Bucks will be able to use him in a few different spots with them. All right, on to you, Owen. Seattle Seahawks at 20 2 0. Let's see, a team that doesn't have as many holes as you, you might think. Um, and I really think they're going to fill up on offensive line in day two and three. However, you're just first round, it really behooves you to take advantage of the positional value when you don't have these huge needs. Huge. And the Seattle Seahawks take the Green Bay Packers approach of 2022 and just pick the best Georgia guy available, Nolan Smith, to the Seattle Seahawks. To really an overachieving defensive line last year, not super reliable. Uh, you can't bet that they're just gonna keep playing to that level year to year when they just when the talent still just doesn't seem like it's there. And then you've just front loaded with these superstar dudes. Um, really eyeing up a receiver kind of around this area, but I think Nolan Smith falling this far. I'm taking him. taking him. Recently went for a visit to Seattle as well. So I think I think they really like him. Nolan Smith. The stars are lining up, you say. Yeast. Beautiful. Uh yeah, he's going in the first round. It just kind of depends where. I it wouldn't surprise me if he's a top 15 pick. Yeah. If he goes to 20, that's that's a fair spot. That's a fair spot. I wouldn't be him.
2: surprised if Nolan Smith goes to the Eagles at 10. Exactly. To be honest. Exactly.
0: All right. That's on to me, the Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, Chargers. Good team here in a stacked division, in a high-profile division. Lots of firepower, lots of weapons. Chargers are going to add to their arsenal as well, the Justin Herbert arsenal. Boy, did they get lucky. Michael Mayer, tight end. Okay. You thought I was going somewhere else. I did, but you know, I it fits. It fits. I don't hate it. Good. Thank you, Owen. <laughs> uh Michael Mayer, there's a couple people in mind. Uh would have went Dalton Kincaid here, of course. Um Michael Mayer, widely viewed as the best tight end in the draft, kind of like the complete tight end. Does he's not spectacular at anything, but he's very good at everything. Jack of all trades. Something Master along of none. those lines. Uh, Justin Herbert, why not just give him more? He's got Keenan Allen. He's got Mike Williams. He's got Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is still there. He's on the roster. Why not give him another piece and see if they can keep up with the likes of Patrick Mahomes and maybe maybe Russ now that he's got a new offense. Michael Mayer to the Chargers. Who are you thinking of? Are you uh, thinking a certain running back? Nope.
1: Huh.
0: It would be, it would also kind of fit though. And now is about the time when you're going to start seeing trade offers from certain teams, maybe at 27 and 28 and 30, and maybe 26. Actually, probably 26 first. But you're looking at trade offers from the other teams to get ahead of the team at 26. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Jeremy's up at 22 with the Ravens. Freshly signed Odell. Do they go get another receiver,
2: though? Absolutely. Now, does it happen here? Anybody looking to trade up? Yes.
0: I'm not. I. Buffalo Bills (laughs) at 27. Would love to move up five spots. To 22. Jeremy. What's say you? Let me just uh let, let me look at my full list of draft picks so I can offer you the correct amount. All right. So we're looking here. So we'll give you twenty seven. I'll give you round three, which is pick 91, and then a second next year as well. So mm-hmm. one, three this year, and a second next year for 22.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You love it, or are you going to list it? And now let's throw our report. Adam Schefter coming in with a report from uh, draft area in Kansas City. Adam, what are what are you hearing out there? Well, well, according to my sources, I have heard that the Buffalo Bills are begging, begging, throwing the absolute tool shed at the Baltimore Ravens to draft up in in draft Bijan Robinson, running back out of Texas. However. The Dallas Cowboys have started a bidding war for the same exact pick because that is their guy and they do not want another team to draft up in front of them. So now the Ravens here have a choice. Do they go with one of the best receivers on the board still or do they take a stock of picks, including a next year pick for a team to have the chance to draft the best running back available in the draft?
2: God, I don't know if I'm disgusted with that or what. But... <laughs> Thank you, right, Owen, are you, gonna Thank you, Shepard. Oh, Owen... are you going to give me this?
0: Uh, I'll match thousand. it, but you get twenty-six over twenty-seven.
2: You'll match it. Hmm? So this is where that team picking at twenty-six is sol because I fucking hate the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Little did the Cowboys know, when they called out the Buffalo, they were going to talk to an Eagles fan.
1: Or They're called to like, Baltimore, what? yeah.
2: They're Baltimore, my bad. They go, who the fuck is this? And I go, sucks to suck. Fuck you, Jerry. Clay." So you don't want to see B. That John Robinson
0: what? in the in the division.
2: I So this is what I'll say. I'll say this. This is twofold. No, I would rather not have to play him. But I would also love to see the Cowboys fuck up and take a uh, running back in the first round again. Fair. It's kind of twofold. I feel like it's a win-win. Jeremy,
0: for Eagles, are you taking but...
1: my
2: trade or not? That's what I care about. I said I'm taking it. I'm taking it.
0: Boom. All right. We have a trade, folks. The Baltimore Ravens have traded the 22nd overall pick to the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills are on the clock. And without any further delay. According to my sources, it seems like the Baltimore Ravens GM, Eric DaCosta, is a firm best friend of Howie Roseman in Philadelphia and,
2: in fact, told Jerry Jones to suck it. (laughs) (laughs) To stick his pick where the sun don't shine. (laughs)
0: And with the 22nd overall pick, give me a little Dijon with the Bijon. Bijon Robinson to the Buffalo Bills, the best running back in the draft. One of I the mean, best overall prospects in the draft. Talk about a match. I
2: mean, you know. right there.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Eric Tacosta, for making the right choice. Now, sorry, right. freaking quarterback. Pick 23, then the Minnesota Vikings here. We still have Dalvin Cook on the roster. Minnesota who was Vikings. Potentially going to be traded away, but maybe not anymore. Let's say you own <clears throat> Minnesota. I feel pretty good about this pick, and uh, they're going to go with Quinton Johnston out of TCU. Arguably the best receiver available. Uh, arguably above Jackson Smith and Jigba. However, his stock is rising and Johnston keeps falling to the wayside. However, this is a big body guy. Pair him up on the outside with Justin Jefferson. I feel like that's the move here. Uh, unless maybe Hendon Hooker was available. That This is a team you could probably see making that. Move, uh, unless someone big named had fallen, um, just the same. I think the I think Quentin Johnson is the one there. They, I, I know they had meetings with a couple other receivers, a Flowers, Jordan Addison, that kind of fit. I think Quentin Johnson is just better. Big body receiver, you can't really go wrong, right? Just a higher ceiling. Um, plus, he dude is a absolute
1: dog.
0: Oh. Ow. <laughs> Quentin Johnson, I mean, and that's a scary passing attack for at least a year until they,
2: I don't know, keep going with the Kirk Cousins effect. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. Just my two cents on it, I, I assume, because Kirk has only got one year left on his contract, right? You got to roll it out. You got to let it go one more year. I would think you take all- – Wet dream scenario if I'm the if I'm the Vikings, you take out uh, the Georgia quarterback, Stetson, get him in the third, get him in the fourth, somewhere in there where he falls. Sure. Uh just let him sit for a year. And hey man, I think that guy's a winner. Like he's not a big guy. He doesn't have like he's got all the tools. Now, is it a Milwaukee drill? Probably not. It's probably one you bought at Walmart, but it works, you know, and it'll get the job done. I think that guy's a hell of a pick right there with Justin Jefferson. You got two you got two winners, you got Hawkinson, maybe. Maybe Cook gets it back together. You draft another receiver or two. I'd I'd go with Stetson for sure. I think Kirk is in the last year of his actual deal, but then he's got like four I'm years sure. worth of dead cap on
0: the Vikings. Uh, plus, he's he's thirty five already.
2: Yeah, Kirk ain't a young cat no more.
0: No, no, he is not. He ain't a young chicken no more. Jeez.
2: All right. So, oh, who, who'd you just go with? Who'd you just go with? Quinton Johnson. Johnson.
0: out of tcu out of tcu yes all right that leaves me at pick 24 with the jacksonville jaguars man i have a break here after this jeremy is gonna have a stretch here uh okay so let's make this pick worth it jacksonville jaguars who came out of nowhere last year to take the division it's now only to looking to get better. They lost Juan Taylor. So I think they have a couple holes on the offensive line to fill. And when you have a good all around team like the Jags do, I'm taking Darnell Wright, Tennessee, offensive tackle. To replace.
2: That's, so, a That's a good pick. Darnell right. That's a good pick in a good spot, honestly.
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. Cam Robinson, I don't know if – has he ever
2: been good? Really? And they still paid him? He's been know. a serviceable starter. I mean, he's not a stud, but <laughs> he's gotten the job done for the most part. Better than not knowing what you're going to do there, I guess, but mm. – Right. I'm up, right? Yes, your
1: division, you're your up
2: your up other at 25. Division fuck the Giants. Um, <laughs> so, okay. The next two picks are going to look pretty similar. Because um, these teams just don't have skill positions. Saquon um, felt the need to say fuck you to the Giants and say, hey, this uh, this tag ain't good enough. I think y'all a bunch of bitches. Um, so here's the deal. We got to do something to fill some uh, fill some roles here and some necessities. We, we went all in on Daniel Jones. We went and got da- uh, Darren Waller. Our receiver position was an absolute shit show last year, right? The interior offensive line was also kind of the same. Our offensive line, for the most part, was. Um, we're feeling okay. About our defense, not great. Our front line is—I mean, Thibodeau's got the potential to turn into something like real crazy. Dexter Lawrence is—I mean—an elephant in the middle of the line. Leonard Williams is a guy that can make up some fuck the playoff plays. Um, Gerard Davis is all right. You got uh, a Z's out there as well. Adore Jackson at this point just plays when he wants to. McKinney's a good guy. He's—he's he's a guy that's in the mold to be a starting safety, but. We need some game breakers on the offensive side of the ball. We know damn well in two picks Jeremy's going to take a skill position with the Baltimore Ravens because we need to spoil Lamar Jackson so he stays happy. I don't know about y'all, but when I watch Zay Flowers do football shit, it makes me happy, okay? That dude is one of the most elusive – well-built
1: versatile. people that are going to
2: catch the football, versatile people that's going to catch the football and run with it. Um, I also know that <clears throat> when I am making a mock draft and taking people for teams that I don't like, and it hurts my soul to draft that person, I know I'm doing something right for that team. So what I'm saying for the New York little peoples is uh, we're going to go Zay Flowers, wide receiver. Austin College. We are going to give Daniel Jones a game breaker. Um, I almost thought about going Gibbs here at Alabama um, just to really muck it up. But um, that really, really muck it up. Mm -hmm. But I think um, we're going to do something for Saquon to shut him up. But no, we need receivers. So Zay Flowers is the guy. I like
0: Zay Flowers. I like Zay Flowers. I'm a fan of him. You know Good who pick. else likes Zay Flowers?
1: The, uh, the New York
0: Giants? The Dallas Cowboys. Well, the New York Giants like him more. And uh, screw the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, everyone is saying that. I don't know why. I'm just Jerry Jones. I'm a millionaire, you know, son of a oil baron. Okay.
1: <laughs> And you're on the so. clock,
0: Owen, oh, at 26. Jerry, thank you. Uh, Shoot. I feel like just kind of going down and checking on Dallas' like, heavily linked names, a lot of them, they might be trying to wait for the second round. So this is tough. This is a toughie. Zay Flowers probably would have been the pick. So while Jeremy, you know, dreaded giving Giants something useful, he took it away from the Cowboys yet again. Two picks in a row. I got four names that feel like early, they feel like early second rounder types.
2: So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put it up
0: to a vote. Approve, disapprove, whatever you want. The Los Angeles Rams have contacted the Dallas Cowboys about trading up to pick 26. In this case, I would be drafting for the Rams. Whatever the trade compensation is, I'll make it work. Is this accepted
2: by the group? I step in and veto it immediately. Yeah. Sounds you... like bullshit.
0: <laughs>
2: Seth, well,
0: it has to be unanimous. So, right. oh, shit. You know what? Declined. Go and do it. It's fine. Do it. It's all right. I don't have anyone to trade, trade with. say <laughs> so you want to trade with the Rams? Give us some details. Give us some details, and we'll vote on the detail. The Cowboys want to be John Robinson. They wanted Quentin Johnston. Well, they kind of wanted Quentin Johnston, but they really wanted Zay Flowers to pair with, uh, to pair with CD Lamb. However, they have a few other names that I think they're hoping to get in the second round. So if they can get two second round picks with a little bit of you know sugar and spice added in there, and the Rams, to me. Have a surefire opportunity to come in and pick number 26 and draft young Aaron Donald. Kalijah Cancy going to the Los Angeles Rams at pick
2: 26. I think it works out for both sides. Now I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I don't like bullshit, that either. Uh, I had I had Kalijah Cancy penciled in at 30. Oh, I Eagles. guess you have the and Jeremy also was hoping for that, probably. I'm sure. I also had him penned in, not pencil, ink, Owen. Okay. Take the cowboys bias out. Doesn't it it feels it feels right, doesn't it? Cancy might fall. He probably shouldn't, but his stature might make him fall. The Rams, like why not get into the mix a little bit for someone who's falling? And especially for a team like the Cowboys, they could actually pick Canty themselves. However, I think they have they have needs at secondary receiver and at cornerback because Gilmore's only on a one year and he's older. A lot of links with the Cowboys to Jalen Hyatt, receiver out of Tennessee, dynamic number two receiver. And uh Emmanuel Forbes out of Mississippi State, who are apparently just singing his praises. But I just feel like it's too it could be arguably too early. And then they pick if one's gone, they get to pick at least one. <laughs> they get to pick at least one at the at the top of the second round. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Owen or Jeremy, you're back to back here, 27 and 28. Thanks to that trade, starting with the Baltimore Ravens at 27. He's he's shaken up. (laughs) He is shaken up. Were you purposely not mentioning his name at all, and just seeing how far he would slide without pointing it out to somebody else? What did you say, Seth? Seth, what did you say to me? Uh you're back to back here. 27-28 with the Ravens at 27. So unfortunately, you still have to finish the mock. We're only we only got a couple picks left. We're almost there
2: to the promised. I'm land. not having any mocking fun because of Owen. He stole all the fun out of the mock. <laughs> My night is ruined. All right. At least I didn't pick him with the Cowboys. I picked him with someone else. This guy. <laughs> this guy's trying to make it <laughs> better. So, Seth, you took Quentin Johnson, or Owen, oh, you took Quentin Johnson to TCU. Yes. To the Vikings. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me, I need to look at the Baltimore Ravens roster. Oh, and I'm not even going to put that pick in. That's a (laughs) man. Okay. Forfeited the pick. Got it. Cowboys forfeited their pick. Some bullshit. They forfeited (laughs) their spot in the NFL because they're a bunch of
1: bastards.
2: (laughs) Got Devin Duvernay. We have, can't forget Nellie's in Baltimore now. Rashad Bateman and Odell. We have a lot of receivers. Isaiah likely's the back. God. You can't really add to this offense in any way where you're like, that's gonna put us over the top. You know, unless what I mean? yeah, there's no like for
0: sure fire hits really left. I see one receiver I, still maybe worth drafting in the first.
2: So I was gonna say Jordan Addison's probably the guy, right? Yep. If not Zay Flowers, it's probably Jordan Addison. Now, Jordan Addison Addison kind of falls into that Nelly. I mean, it's literally the same school, same guy, in my opinion. You know, um, Duvernay's not too far from it. Odell, not too far from it. You don't have a big guy, right? They're all roughly the same size. And there's not a big receiver that I'm sitting here going, nah, I'm going to have him. Um, what's his nuts? I just went to Minnesota. have been probably the dude for the size there. Probably. I mean, 6'3". There's not a tight end where I go, that's the guy that's going to run routes and really kill it. <laughs> Who's the best defender left? That's a Baltimore thing to do. When in doubt, fucking drop the linebacker. He goes. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. We don't really need a safety, but we'll look at him. We don't really need a. We could use a corner. We could use a corner. Who is out there for cornerbacks? Okay, so Witherspoon's gone. Gonzalez is gone. Porter is gone. Do we get real wild and go Ringo right here?
1: Let's take a boat.
2: Let's Take a podcast. Uh, Keely Ringo, right?
0: Keely, is that Am I what saying it is? that
2: right? I thought Kelly. Is, but it's Keely, right? Kelly. It might be Kelly. I might be. I, don't I might be saying sure. wrong. Um, I don't know if the two, the two E's are in the back. So it is probably Kelly. Um, so,
0: you know, I see PFF has Deontay Banks ranked super high. Uh, they have – Emmanuel Forbes is the Cowboys guy. You could take one yep. last chance at fucking the Cowboys again. Um, then Cam Smith out of the South thing Carolina about,
2: was also – The thing about Ringo, though, is him and Marlon Humphrey play a lot alike. Oh. They're pretty big. Fair. They, there's not really the weakness of man or zone. They're pretty good at both sides. Man, you got that pedigree coming out of Georgia. That's always a – you know what? We're going to fuck the game up right here. We're going to go, as Owen said it, the cowboy lover himself. Sicko. <laughs> Kelly Ringo, Georgia. I feel good about that. This seems like a spot in the draft, too, where it's like, hey just screw it take the last the, the remaining georgia senior starters left you know you know just draft them worked out last year it really did for everybody so i'm up again right <clears throat> with cincy yep correct you are back to back here okay this one's kind of easy is it okay. are you kidding me are you kidding me I, I, are we are we just going to continue to get Jordan? Kidding Bro- me Joe Owen? Going?
0: Owen? are you kidding him right now? Seriously? Uh, fair. You just take best available, no matter who it is.
2: So I'll say it like this: God I recently. It. I know what. Go ahead. You yell him at a cat or something? No, I know what you're doing. Go ahead. I. What do you think I'm doing, Owen? What do you think I'm doing? Let's hear it. I want to hear what you think I'm doing, Owen. No, I want. You I'm going to gonna trade it. this. Reveal pick to the, the answer. I don't
0: want you. I don't want you to do it, just in case. But I think I know what you're
2: doing. I recently referenced this player as what I felt to be
1: <laughs>
2: the best lock for a Hall of Fame career. Okay, coming in at six foot five, three hundred thirty-five, three hundred thirty pounds of just man on the interior of the offensive. <laughs> board. There's nothing better I can think of. as everybody on the interior of the offensive line for the for the Bengals sucks ass. Like let's just be real. None of these guys are starters. Caris K- is okay. Kappa no. The other dude he doesn't. He's not even playing. He's not. He's not really there anymore. Oh, you want to say it for me? Osiris Cyrus Torrance. Torrance. Is going to come into the Cincinnati Bengals and he is going to solidify the interior of that line. Him and Orlando Brown are going to make one of the most formidable. I mean, realistically, I think if I remember right, Torrance has played both sides of guard. Yeah, I don't care what side you put him on. I would kick Lael Collins into guard as well, and then you really got something. Well, I you mean, put you Lael Collins on. Karras, though, right? Karras is the center. Get rid of Campbell. Just gone. Just gone. Put Torrance at left guard, kick Leal into right guard. You immediately have a top 10 offensive line. Just off talent alone. Lock that up. I, I think if if the Bengals come out of the first round, now depending on what's going to come of that running back situation, because this would be a really good spot to take Jameer Gibbs too, depending on what happens at running back there. But uh, if they come out without taking a lineman here, Joe Burrow better, like, Dude, the next time I have a concussion I'm Not sign break. his contract.
1: Yeah,
0: right.
2: Yeah, because that's it's like it's Andrew Luck 2.0 at that point. I mean, let's just throw weapons all over the place and fuck fuck blocking anybody, you know, end your career in five years, whatever. Now I, I think this is a pretty pretty easy one. I stick to my guns, by the way. I think this guy has the best shot at being a Hall of Famer in this draft class. Stick to my guns. High praise and also was going to be the Saints pick at
0: 29. Didn't Didn't uh, didn't really factor. I didn't know what the Bengals were going to do. I should have figured it was Jeremy's guy. He would take him at some point before I wanted to, and he certainly did. A lot of signs pointing to the Saints really, really liking Osiris Torrance. Uh, however, I have a couple options outside of that. Uh I have a feeling they're going to pick a receiver in day 2. They might like Jordan Addison, however he did not take a visit. They have a couple other Jalen Hyatt, Josh Downs, receivers who could go sneak into the first round, but definitely day 2 guys. Um I think they take the cornerback they like that's Cam Smith out of South Carolina. South Carolina. More of a slot corner safety type of guy, not the best tackler, but he finds the ball. Uh has ninety four career targets against him, in twenty two of them, we either picked off or broken up. Dude knows where the football is going. Cam Smith could be real game. Changing guy. What say right. you, Sethery? What say me? Well, yeah. now that you screwed up the rest of the mock, did I? <laughs> well, yeah, because I see here was going to be my still, final pick. I don't know if you said a word since see <laughs> Well, I <laughs> was just channeling my Jeremy. Seth, so, let me yeah. put in a couple. I got one. I got one already.
2: I got one. Let me float a couple at you real quick. Listen just, to your scout, but then overrule him, you know, and you, you know. could do something wild here. I don't know. You could be like, Well, fucking, I don't know. Aiden O'Connell, Purdue, quarterback. I just let me just talk for a second, you crazy bastard.
1: All Reports
0: right. from the Eagles war room is that things between Howie Roseman and top lead
2: scout have fallen through the cracks and they are now murdering each other in cold blood. Jameer Gibbs is an obvious like thought here. Not I on my way, it. That's just my own. Not, that's not, not on saying, my list. We ain't taking a receiver. We ain't taking a tight end. At this point in the draft, if Torrance is floating around, if I'm the Eagles, lock it up. I would love to have that guy in Philly. Mm-hmm. That would put a big smile on my face. Even though you already There is... I double dip. I don't give a fuck. You have like i love five that. starting guards on the roster. <laughs> Man, I'll do it up. Do it up. Make my day. I am happy. We always have a swing tackler or two or a guard or two, so I'm I'm good with that. Will McDonald's still out there, Seth. That's gotta be on the radar. Okay. That's the guy that's been floating around him. So Will McDonald and um Will McDonald and what's his nuts that everybody says going to the Cardinals? Why did I just lose him? And Will Anderson are the two that are getting compared to each other a lot, and they're getting compared to Hassan Reddick. So that's kind of an obvious guy. Um, Owen ruined my whole day, um, so there's no nose tackles up. In fact, Owen, did you take Jalen Carter too? Yeah. You're just a son of a bitch, man. God damn. Owen goes, any defensive lineman that the Eagles could possibly have, fuck you. There's no chance say- they're
0: getting Jalen Carter.
2: Jalen Carter at 10, I would say is a flirtatious idea at 10, but it's possible a trade-up if he slips to six. If he gets past five, they might they might jump up. The
1: well, I don't think he's getting past five or six.
2: Out, the one thing I'll say that's possibly come out, not to get off topic of 30, there's been a lot of rumbling coming out that Jalen Carter has been at his best when Jordan Davis is with him. And now people are getting time out. There was a comparison of Reggie White and Jerome Brown. That's how crazy it's been getting, right? And I'm like, now if I'm a team, I'm not going to go around and have Jordan Davis to draft. I'm still drafting, right? But I've seen a lot of rumblings of that. But no, Seth, I would you say need to I'm draft like- Jalen Carter, is what he's saying. Jalen Carter that right did. here at 30. Perfect. Lock it in. <laughs> no, put it on the board. Seth, I would, I would say the kind of runaway pick right here would probably be Will McDonald, in my opinion, but I want to hear what you got.
0: appreciate it appreciate the <laughs> input uh i I do value all input and uh I like to see where everybody's coming from but sometimes you just gotta go with the player that you want Derek Hall edge out of Auburn. To the Philadelphia Eagles at 30. You can never have enough edge rushers. That's a that's a Philadelphia thing. That is. It is. And they have to replace a little bit here. Give me Derek Hall. Jeremy, I think you'll really like Derek Hall. He's a guy who's been who's been
2: running up boards as well. He's a guy that's been mocked to the Eagles with their second round pick a lot. <laughs> um, you know
0: what? There's a lot of players that float into the first that are not always first round players, and there's first round players that float into the second because they just don't make the cut. That well, that's the I thing to is be like on the ladder there. Well, especially in this draft, like there's, I feel like past twenty, like I think we'll see a lot of wild, wild stuff, because they're just you could pick like 30 guys really and it yes. really wouldn't be that big of a huge move but yeah jeremy's upset but that's okay i
2: I'm i not, think you'd like Derek hall i think it's i'm not player. i'm very familiar with Derek hall i'm also very familiar with lumbar donald i might pick him right now
0: yeah chiefs. you're for the final pick in this mock the kansas city chiefs take it away jeremy
2: fucking will mcdonald (laughs) (laughs) that guy in my opinion is for sure probably the fourth best pass rusher in this draft like edge that dude's a stud now i will say this derrick hall's played in more big games so that's kind of the lean there um the eagle, literally all Eagles Twitter, my tra- podcast, everything is all just pass rushers right now. Pass rushers and corners, pass rushers and corners. Um, I like Derek Hall a lot. I like Derek Hall a lot more in the second round. That's just my opinion. Um, Will McDonald, he's kind of that flight risk of a little bit. Like, hey, you played at Iowa State, and they're just Iowa State. But at thirty, I feel like you can shoot your shot there a little bit. And I don't think Will McDonald's going to fall to us in the second round to where I think. Derek Hall, well, I would probably be happy with either one. Seth, you're not wrong. Um, I'd be even happier if Owen didn't fuck up my mock draft. But I, yeah, I think the mood in
0: the room definitely was sucked out when I, when I made that happen.
2: Yes, Owen's just out here fucking people's days up. But, uh, no, I will go Will McDonald here at the end. I would think Kansas City would probably be happy either way here. I feel like these two picks that Seth and I just took could go either way at the end here for sure. Um, you're not wrong. If Derek... No, yeah, if, if Derek Hall goes to the Eagles, Will McDonald goes to KC or vice versa. That's what I would say, but no, I think when you do look at the pass rushers, Derek Hall's the guy, Owen, you said it, he has been climbing up a little bit. He's also been underrated a little bit because Auburn's kind of been not what Auburn has been no. as of late, you know. Um, they're not Cam Newton's Auburn. And at this point in the draft, there's not really a draftable interior guy. I mean, after Kansi and Carter, it falls off hard. It really falls off hard on the interior defensive line. Um, as far as, like, the stand-up edge rushers, it's really Will Anderson and Nolan Smith and, and then whoever you think is out there that you could stand up. Um, the, ed- the ends are where you get more flexibility because on the big board, Derek Hall Derek Hall's rated 10 of DNs. There's, like, four guys above him that I wouldn't touch in the first round. You know what I mean? But Derek Hall's like, you could get away with it. Um, the other one that got a lot of talk was the Zach Harrison guy out of Ohio State. He's another one that could possibly sneak up. But uh, the other thing I was going to say, Seth, is pick 30 be a perfect spot to get the fuck out of the first, first round, especially if neither of these interior guys are left, Van Ness or Kansy. I'd, I'd bounce out. Um, that would be my thing if I was the Eagles drafting there because you could – because right now we only have – two ones, a two, and then we fall to, like, five, six, and seven. We don't have a third or a fourth until – because they haven't gave out compensation picks or whatever, um, which I imagine we're going to get a couple. But, um, in fact, actually, you guys know how those work, right, where free agents, you pick up X amount by whatever their snaps were and everything, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm talking about – but you can only get three total, right? Yeah. I think you can only get three total. The Eagles should get two-thirds and a fourth, bang, bang, just like that. So we're not accounting for any of that yet, but um, no, I would think depending on how we, this 30th overall is kind of a flexible pick to either move up or move back. Uh, it happens a lot at the end of the first, you know,
0: Chiefs could do it. Uh, I could see a lot. Of, a lot of teams like to move out if they don't have a player they love, and then you have those early second-round teams that have a player they want and they don't want to miss them. So I'd love well, we to see took, the Packers Hennon do Hooker that. Went,
2: right, and Hendon Hooker went a little early. I mean, you took him to Detroit, right? Yeah, at 18, yeah. Not yeah. super wild. I would ass, I would assume Detroit would load up on defense, but um, 30 or 31 could be where somebody trades back into the first to get Hendon Hooker. Uh, the Eagles uh, yeah. were the team that traded out with the Ravens for Lamar. I think I think Hooker
0: goes in the first round for sure, probably towards the end, like you're mentioning, uh, jumping up and at the end of the to get him. Minnesota Owen mentioned it. Minnesota is probably a perfect fit for him. I at twenty three. So. Yeah, I do. Or if they move back a little bit towards the end of the first and then take him, stack some picks there too. Some All right, good mock. Good mock, boys. We'll have one more, most likely, next week before the real deal. And then, of course, we will be, quote-unquote, live. Live react the first round. Recap and react as well. Might have a little trivia next week to bring that back. It's been a while. Since we've a had a little trivia, I've got a couple questions. Not tonight, but maybe next week. All right, enjoy the weather. It is quickly becoming spring slash summer up here, but I know we're supposed to. Uh, Wisconsin's gonna rear its ugly head and bring back some. Bring back some other some other weather probably soon. So we'll see. That's spring for you in Wisconsin, but until next time, adios. 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 Adios.